Hey babes, it's the first week of January. I am so excited to start off this year. Oh my gosh, I am excited. I love the beginning of a new year. Anyways, um, this is the last episode that will have horrible audio quality, I hope. I just ordered a replacement uh, wire cord for my speaker and it's coming in tomorrow. So this will be the last episode. I apologize for the bad audio quality. Also, there's a crazy like windstorm or storm right now going on outside. So if you hear any commotion, it's probably the wind. It's like rattling my windows. It's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> so we're still here and we're still gonna record this episode and go over all this juicy info for you guys. So um, the number one topic that I hear requested is how to book more weddings. And while I was kind of racking my brain around this topic, there is one strategy that has increased my conversion rate to an 85% conversion rate. And the best part is that hardly anyone is doing it. So if you want me to quickly go over what a conversion rate is, it's basically you calculate the number of inquiries that come in throughout the year and then how many out of that number actually book you and sign the contract and pay you for their wedding day. Okay, if you guys want to hear what that strategy is, keep listening for more. You're listening to the Bridal Beauty Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Susan Telemontes. Here, we'll dive into business building and Instagram marketing strategies for the ambitious wedding hair stylist and makeup artist. Grab a notebook and a cup of coffee, and let's get to building your dream bridal beauty business. So we're talking about doing phone call consultations and the pushback that I always get when it comes to this topic is the fear of getting on the phone, feeling like you're on the spot or, you know, just not knowing what to say or how to handle the call. But by the end of this episode, I hope that you'll not only feel convinced to start offering phone calls, but you'll also feel empowered. So, uh some point in my career I became obsessed with learning business strategies like obsessed <laughs> and I really liked to learn from all different kinds of business because at the end of the day business is business and um, the foundational aspects of like marketing and business building strategies, they are all the same across the board. You just have to translate it and figure out what works best for your industry. So in our case, it's wedding care and makeup. But I would learn from like real estate agents. I would learn from um, whatever like resources I could learn from and then I would translate it into my industry. So one of the topics that they covered a lot was sales strategies and psychology and I found that super super interesting and I dug into that deeper and you know dissected what it would be like to incorporate these strategies when we're talking to brides. 
In a recent episode, Attracting More Clients Part 1, I shared some psychology behind how women purchase. And um, some of the things I shared there were that they need multiple touch points. So touch points can be how they discovered your business. Maybe they found you on Yelp or Google, and then that's one touch point. The second touch point is when they get to your website and they kind of click around. The next touch point might be your Instagram account. So these are all multiple touch points. Maybe they saw a blog post that you read or an informational video you made. Those are all touch points. And little by little, they're gaining trust with you. Little by little with each touch point. The other thing that they need is an emotional connection because we are just emotional creatures. Um, And phone call consultations serve multiple purposes. One, they allow you to build a personal connection. That's pretty obvious, right? Once you get on the phone with them, you're automatically going to build a stronger, more personal connection than if you were just communicating through email right? There's no voice. They can't hear your passion through your voice. They can't feel your personality. I mean, maybe if you're super great at um, emailing with your emotions and whatever, but there's only so much that you can do there. Okay, number two, it also allows you to address their fears and concerns, which eliminate the barriers of what's stopping them from hiring you. So a lot of times our clients will have specific fears or concerns. A lot of times, for example, with makeup, I will hear eyelashes are a super like fearful thing for my brides. And your this will all depend on your specific type of clientele and who you serve. So for me, I serve a lot of natural brides. So they're terrified of lashes. They don't want to look like they have spider legs on their eyes. They don't want like super dramatic overdone lashes. So that's always a fear for them and a concern that comes up during these calls. So take a or keep an ear out for their fears and concerns because this is what's stopping them from hiring you. Number three is it allows you to position yourself as the expert and show your value. What sets you apart immediately? Showing your value is the whole reason why you can charge whatever you charge. And, you know, it's where you get the brides to shift their mindset from pricing to value, which is what makes you so great and what separates you from the rest and why you charge maybe 10 times more than another artist that they um, inquired with. Number four, lastly, it allows you to recognize any bridezilla vibes or red flags. (laughs) So this is my one of my secret weapons to avoiding bridezillas. Once you get to a certain point in your career and in your life, you are done with dealing with difficult brides or personalities or, you know, just unrealistic expectations. And so getting on the phone with them, you can really 
look out for those red flags. Sometimes they're super subtle and sometimes they're very obvious, but a lot of times you can definitely catch this on a phone call. You might not catch it in an email. So little do our brides know that they think that they're screening us or interviewing us as an artist, but we're actually screening them as a bride because we're not going to say yes to every booking. If we see red flags, we're going to deny the booking because trust me, no amount of money in the world is going to be worth putting up with, you know, a crazy situation or all the stress that it's going to bring you. Okay, now let's get into the how. I know you guys are all wondering, how do we structure the calls? How do we do these calls? And I'm going to give you a quick overview of some important areas to touch on. But for the women who choose to invest in one-on-one mentorship sessions with me, I do have a full script and I go over this phone call process in much, much more depth. So... Number one is that the call should take about 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes if you're really vibing with the bride and, you know, things are just going well and we're just chit-chatting, but my goal is always to keep it around 15 minutes. The first part of the call, you always want to take some time to get to know them, more on a personal level, not going straight into business. That's a huge mistake that I see a lot of people um, doing and the women that I mentor. Um, a lot of, one time I had a mentoring session and I had her do a phone call in front of me after we went through all the training and the scripts and all that good stuff. And I noticed that she sounded very, very, very professional and like, it was like a doctor's appointment, like the even the tone of her voice, she was going down the checklist like, okay, what is your wedding date? Can I have your first and last name? You know, it was like too, too formal and it was just very um, weird. So pay attention to also your tone of voice. You want it to feel like casual, um you know, just like we're just two, you know, women getting to know each other, you know, just keep it light, keep it fun and um, make it relaxed. Like you don't want them to feel like they're being interviewed. So yeah, start off casual, start off fun. Okay. After you got that out of the way, now you can ask them about their vision for their hair and makeup for their wedding day. So let them kind of tell you what type of hairstyle they're looking for, what type of makeup they're looking for. And as they're speaking, pay close attention and listen for any fears or concerns that they verbalize. So like I gave the example earlier of the eyelashes, Um, somebody might have a fear of their hair frizzing up because they have curly hair. Um, whatever it is, they will usually let some of these fears or concerns out. And so you kind of just take note of that in your in your head and you're going to use that later on in the call. So once they're done sharing their vision of what they want for their hair and makeup, you're going to now tell them what makes you different 
And before I get into this next portion, I do want to say that when you're on the call, whoever is asking the questions is in control of the call. So I remember at the beginning of these phone calls, um, I, you know, was getting the hang of it and I would not take charge right away. So then the bride would end up like start asking me all these questions, even though I had a process or a, like a script that I wanted to go through in a series of events that I wanted this phone call to hit. And the bride would end up taking over the call because she would be asking me a million questions and I would just be all over the place. And you feel when that happens, you feel chaotic, you feel unorganized, your thoughts are everywhere, and then you get thrown off because you're like, oh, wait, did I go over, you know, payment? Did I go over wedding day stuff? Did I go over the hair and makeup, whatever protocols, whatever things you wanted to touch on? So always, always make sure that you are in control of the conversation by asking them the questions. And you know, taking them through the series of events that you want them to go through on this call. Okay, so next you're going to tell them what makes you different. How do you cater to them? Paint the picture of what it's like for them to work with you. And this is very important. This also is like a sales strategy. You want them to envision what it's like to hire you as their hair and makeup artist as the professional, as the expert. Okay, now here's where we want to address their concerns and fears. So remember, earlier in the call, we let them talk. We took a mental note of any fears or concerns that they mentioned. And what you can do or share what you can do to comfort them and make them feel safe, like they are in good hands. So you're going to combat combat each fear or concern that they mention as you go through the call. And that's breaking down that barrier between what's stopping them from hiring you. So to go along with my eyelash example, when I have brides that tell me they're terrified of lashes, they don't want to look like they have spider legs on their eyes, When I get to that point in the conversation and we start talking about eyelashes, I make sure to tell them that, you know, there's all types of lashes. I bring a wide variety of everything from super, super baby small, super natural lashes to dramatic and everything in between. So that way we can select the right style for you. And, you know, since you're more on the natural side, we'll definitely stick to something more natural and just you know combat that fear immediately it's like these little fires that are going off in their head where they're like concerned they're scared of these things and then we're just putting out the fires putting out the fires making them feel more and more safe and also building that trust and helping them to see us as the expert as the professional knowing that they're safe in our hands and they can trust us with their hair and makeup services Okay, this next part is super, super important, and this can be a whole nother podcast episode, but I'm just going to lightly touch on it as it pertains to um, this phone call consultation, but 
it really can be a whole nother episode. And that is to give them clarity. You want to be very specific about how the booking process is going to work, what to expect next. And you want to make sure that it's super easy for them to book you and pay you like right now. Um, If they're feeling confused at all, they will interpret that confusion as you not being organized or they will feel overwhelmed and move on to the next artist. So obviously, you want to focus on like you want to have your processes and your systems in place and you want them to flow very seamlessly If you feel like you're not there yet and you need some help in that area, I also help with optimizing processes and systems during my one-on-one sessions. So if any of this um, pertains to you, you want to learn more about the phone call strategy or you want to look into your processes and systems, you can click the link in my show notes and you can always apply for mentoring um, sessions and we'll chat more in that section. So by the end of this call, a lot of times my brides will say, they'll thank me like, thank you so much for this call. Thank you for jumping on the phone with me because, you know, it's hard to plan a wedding and you're just getting all these emails and it's hard to decide who to hire. And, you know, like we're serving them better by giving them 15 minutes of our time. Literally, it's 15 minutes and it makes such a huge impact. It's memorable for them and they feel like they get all their questions and concerns address. They feel like they have more clarity now. They feel like they can trust us as a hair and makeup artist versus other hair and makeup artists who are just doing emails. It separates you immediately. And so a lot of times they will thank me. By the end of this call, they should feel like they connected with you and your personality and kind of like envision what it would be like to work with you on their wedding day, the most important day of their lives or one of the most important days. And, um, you know, like your, your energy and your vibe is very important for that day. We're, we start off like the first vendors on scene. So we kind of start off their wedding day. And then they should also feel like um, they've gotten, you know, more clarity. And so at this point, you're going to send them the next steps to book you in an email is what I usually do. I usually tell them, look for your email. I'm going to send you the next steps for booking me that consists of, you know, brochure services where they can click and select the services that they want to hire me for. It's going to take them to the payment schedule, the contract. Everything is super easy. They can e-sign and pay through there. Again, keeping everything easy. Um, if you do not have an easy process or systems, I like to use HoneyBook, my favorite, favorite uh, CRM that I use to organize everything, my contracts, collect payments, all that good stuff. And there's also a link in the show notes for that as well. So you can get 50% off for your first year using HoneyBook. So that will be in the show notes. And that's about it, guys. That's all I have for you. Um, Please let me know, like connect with me on Instagram. Again, 
link is in the show notes. But let me know, or in, in the Facebook community, somewhere, DM me or comment somewhere and let me know if you have any questions about this consultation process. If you, oh, really quickly before I end this episode, I do want to go over some fears. So I know when I first started doing these calls, you know, like I tripped up over my words, (laughs) it didn't go smoothly. (laughs) And I know when I'm working with um, clients, a lot of times they're like terrified of getting on the phone because they're like going to be on the spot. And so if you have a script and a process and a sequence of events, like an order that you want this phone call to go in, it makes things a lot easier just knowing what you're doing. In the beginning, you might trip up a little bit. It's normal. But after a few phone calls, you're really going to get the hang of it and it's going to flow so naturally. Like I literally say the same things over and over again on all my calls, but I try to customize them and really connect with the person that I'm speaking with. And so um, it doesn't sound like I'm a robot either because (laughs) that's not fun or you know, that's like a turnoff. So yeah, it, it will flow. It'll come natural to you and it's going to increase your conversion rate like crazy, especially if you get to the point or if you're already at the point where you are charging high ticket prices, you really need this phone call consultation to Get them to um, see the value in the services that you offer. So without the phone call, they are just looking at artist A, B, and C. And they say, what's the difference? You know, like they all look great. They all do amazing hair and makeup. They're all talented. So what's the difference? The only difference I see is that A charges way more than B and C. So if if they only have that information to go off of, they are making an uneducated decision to go with the cheaper option because they think that they're comparing apples to apples, but they're not, right? (laughs) So this totally gives them an opportunity to really get more educated and see why we're charging more than the other options out there. And um, definitely I have noticed that as I've increased and increased and increased my rates over the years, doing this phone call has made such an impact on getting them to book me. I've even had some crazy um, situations where the, um, the bride would tell me, you know, afterwards in an email, after looking at all my pricing and everything, they'll be like, I really could not afford you. Your services were out of my budget, but I'm going to cut back somewhere in my wedding or I asked a family member for help and I'm going to book you because I need to have you on my wedding day. And so you can totally change the mind of a bride who is outside of your budget or you're outside of their budget, right? You can totally convert them and convince them to up their budget for hair and makeup. A lot of times, too, what happens is that 
they're reading these articles they're on magazines or websites that are telling them really dumb um not accurate <laughs> numbers of what to budget for hair and makeup right somehow i don't know why hair and makeup gets like the short end of the stick when it comes to wedding vendors and they think that they should pay us like very little so <laughs> they have unrealistic expectations already because they you know are reading these blogs and thinking that it should be super cheap and so yeah i can't stress enough i feel like i'm just repeating myself at this point I can't stress enough how important this one thing is to implement in your business. Okay, end of rant. Follow me on Instagram. Join the Facebook community page. Get in touch with me. Let me know what you thought of this episode, if it was helpful for you. And thanks for joining me. I'll see you next week.